Good morning, everybody. We have a higher trade in the grain markets here early on Friday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures up one and a half at 4.17 and three quarters. November soybeans up a quarter cent at 10.74. December Chicago wheat up five and a half cents at 6.28 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat up six and a half at 5.66 and three quarters. December spring wheat up three and a half cents at 5.78. Some good looking markets again here this morning. A uh, story regarding China and potential corn purchases in the news wires this morning. You're likely to uh, see this circulated quite a bit. China is likely to issue additional import quotas that could result in large corn purchases. Uh, this news is not official, but is being reported by a couple different news outlets this morning. China currently imposes an import quota uh for corn at 7.2 million metric tons, meaning that anything beyond that amount is subject to tariff. They have issued, I believe, a a few special quotas to uh, Kofco in particular this year. But China has already booked, I think, more than 10 million metric tons of U.S. corn for the new crop market year, and they've booked about another 5 million from other destinations. So the sources here being quoted in in these uh, news articles are uh, essentially saying that the Chinese government is going to increase these import quotas. I don't think that this should necessarily be a surprise to anybody. Um, China's corn purchases have been very large. There's been this story circulating that, you know, there's a shortage of corn in China. Uh, Chinese corn price is hovering near record highs. China has already imported actual imports, uh, almost 7 million metric tons of corn just through the first three quarters of the year. So, um, they, they've already essentially hit hit the quota through uh, September and uh, with a full quarter left to go. So um, they're going to have to Im- increase the quota, I believe, um, how they exactly go about doing it and, and what the new number is. I really don't know. Um, this is a positive for the corn market, but I don't think that this should be a major surprise to anybody. Um, now, this takes me back to the, the China situation in regard to corn on paper. So this is what USDA is telling us. USDA told us that at the end of the marketing year on August 31st, China had ending stocks of 201 million metric tons. That's 7.9 billion bushels. That would be the fourth largest ending stocks record for China on record. Yet prices in China are near record highs. We're hearing reports of shortages, uh, large imports. So there's got to be something with these numbers that that just is not correct. And um, I, I don't know exactly what the real numbers are. I think a lot of people would like to know what the real numbers are. But uh, there, there's just something here that obviously does not jive when you consider the large imports, the high prices in China, the talk of shortages, yet USDA on paper tells us that everything is just fine. So there will uh, there will be a day where where there's there's some reconciliation here and and we figure out what the real story is. Um, I don't believe that that day is today, but I, I believe that the market is is probably giving us a little bit clearer indication, at least, of what the real story is. Export sales remain strong. USDA had its weekly uh, export sales report out yesterday. Another great week of corn and, and soybean sales, which was expected, of course. Soybean sales for the marketing year are record high. They exceed the previous record from 2013 by a whopping 36%. So we're just off the charts here in terms of uh, soybean sales. 55% of those sales uh, are, are Chinese uh, purchases. China, uh, or I'm sorry, China accounts for 
what is it, 37% of total corn sales. Um, they've been the largest single buyer of both commodities. Corn sales are uh, barely running above the 2007 pace. They're the best since at least 1995 or 1996. We may be above that pace by now. Wheat sales are the best since 2016, but they're they're not out of line really with what we've seen the last few years. So export sales for row crops in particular are just phenomenal, and wheat sales actually not too bad, all things considered. Most of the U.S. Southern Plains will remain dry. If you look at the weather models this morning and you look at some of these maps, um, there are some eastern areas of Oklahoma and Texas that will catch some rain. Arkansas will catch some rains. Most of western Oklahoma, the Texas Panhandle, most of Kansas, most of, of areas further west of there, your Colorado, Nebraska, it's going to remain dry. So drought in the U.S. is is really becoming an issue in a lot of areas. It's almost the entire western half of the United States that's experienced that, that is experiencing some sort of drought here. And it's it's not just the Southern Plains, it's the Northern Plains, it's the Western Corn Belt. Um, a good two-thirds of Iowa is in some sort of uh, moderate drought right now. There's even some in the Eastern Corn Belt. The Southern half of Illinois is extremely dry. Uh, most of Indiana is extremely dry. So uh, this is something we've got to keep an eye on. The immediate concern, of course, would be for um, HRW wheat growers in the Southern Plains. But um, you know, there there could be other concerns if this thing lingers into, say, the spring and you've got, say, half the Corn Belt in, in some sort of drought condition. And you would assume that you'd see some sort of, of drought-busting rain event here in the next few months, but uh, you never know. And, and this is certainly something that we've got to keep an eye on. Corn marking, uh, corn market is acting extraordinarily well. Uh, we've posted fresh highs just again yesterday. We, we didn't close on the highs, but still a very good action. Um uh, that that number on the December corn, uh, the contract high is four twenty three and a half or four twenty three and a quarter somewhere in there. So that's kind of your uh, your maybe short term upside target. Soybean market also acting well. Yesterday's action in 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 a vacuum was not great. We went up and posted new highs in November beans, finished the day closer to unchanged, but but still a uh, very strong technical uptrend in place. The demand story exports and crush remains fantastic. Uh, the wheat market is uh, very much about these weather issues and the surging row crop prices certainly don't help matters. It seems like large money managers are probably more likely to get involved when you've got a complex wide rally on your hands. And that's what we've got. Cattle futures were sharply lower yesterday, triple digit losses in a lot of these live cattle contracts. Uh, cash cattle was 103 to 105 yesterday. We have a cattle on feed report after the close today, so uh, keep an eye on that. Be prepared uh, perhaps for a little bit of volatility come next week, not that we're not seeing volatility uh uh, right now, anyways, stock market's a little bit higher ahead of the cash open. The Dow's up about 100 points. The S&P is up 10. Uh, the bonds are down. U.S. dollar is down. Crude oil's up 15 cents at uh, 40.78 in the December WTI. Precious metals are higher. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan. If you would like to know when, how, and specifically, I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year, broken down by crop, by crop year, and by percentage, check out that subscription service. Um, it's 49 bucks a month. You can cancel it at any time. There's no other obligation, no other fee, uh, nothing like that. Everyone have a great weekend. I will talk to you on Monday.